Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I'm back today with Matthew McDill. We are talking about how to help our children become self-motivated and that transition of going from discipline to discipleship. And what an exciting topic to talk about. It's something that every single parent in the whole wide world deals with. And so we are here to help you with that. But first, I want to thank our sponsor again, CTC Math. You guys have heard me talk about it. If you struggle with teaching math to your kids, this is a great online math curriculum. Go to ctcmath.com, sign up for a free trial, ctcmath.com. You will not be disappointed. Uh, Matthew, thank you for joining me again today. I'm glad to have you back. Thank you. Good to be back. This is great. Yeah, this is fun. I love talking about discipleship. Um, you know, we talk a lot about that because that's really what homeschooling is. It's all about discipleship. And you mentioned that in the beginning of our um, conversation on Monday is that it's all about pointing our kids to Christ. We talk about this pretty much weekly um, in one way or another, and that's really all that matters. And so God has entrusted these kids to us for such a short time, you know, as as my oldest just turned 16 that the day after christmas she's my christmas miracle baby and Mm. i I just i'm like i can't believe she's 16 already it goes by so fast and people tell you as soon as they're born enjoy them while they're young because it goes by so quickly and hard to believe then (laughs) boy does it i i mean i just it's crazy to me it's almost scary i i just it's amazing but I love the relationship that I have with her because, and not because I'm a perfect mom, but by God's grace, he has Mm. given me a really good relationship with her. And so she'll talk to me about anything and everything. And and just the other day, she actually said, I don't know, we were talking about something. And of course it was 11 o'clock at night. And she said, mom, I'm really glad we have such a good relationship with each Mm. other and that I can talk to you. And I was like, oh, my heart, like that's that's what I want. I want her to be be able to share with me um, the things that are on her heart. So, you know, um, that is such a critical point. And we talked about it a little bit last time. And that is if you're not preparing all along the mm -hmm. foundation for a relationship, then you're not going to be in a good position when, when they're ready to really move out of this discipline and really move in to discipleship. And so a lot of times, you know, and to be real honest, I feel like I missed an important window with my oldest daughter. Hmm. Um, And it was just do this, do this, do this. And of course, you're oldest of nine and you have a full house and it's like, you know, you can see. Um, And so there was a really critical 11, 12, 13 year old time that as I look back, I think, man, I just wish I spent more time just listening, just asking questions and, and having her heart open to me. You know, and so, you know, the, the, the old capture their heart, you know, yeah. do you have their heart? That question is really important. So a lot of times I tell dads now, you know, and they're like, oh, well, you know, my, my daughter's nine or 10. I'm like, the time is now, Yeah. you know, to, to develop that relationship and to be in their life in that way. Like, like you have there, yeah. that's, that's the goal. So answer this question then, if a parent is at that point where their kids are older and they've maybe kind of missed that window to establish that relationship, how do you get it back? Well, of course, the first thing is just to confess that you you didn't do what you wanted to do or what you should do. And you sit down and go, you know, I'm, I, I really wish I had, had spent more time 
listening to you and talking, just tell them, you know, yeah. that's where you have to start, right? And ask for their forgiveness and say, you know, and then, and, and it's almost like you have to ask, can we try again? You know, yeah. would you be willing? You know, I have a 15 year old son now and we're, um, it's a rough transition through this time. And I, and I keep making it clear to him that, it, that if we're going to have a discipleship relationship, that is his choice. Mm -hmm. He has to choose that. And so when you give, when you affirm that your older children are adults, that they're, they have to make choices and you say, I would like to have this relationship with you. Will you? Yeah. Wow. And they realize they're empowered and they go, wow, you know, I'm not making you, I'm not telling you, I can't make you. Right. Will you engage me? Will you try to have a conversation with me? And then of course you just have to try. You have to spend time and you have to listen and you have to affirm and you can't correct every single thing they say because that will be like every single thing they say. Yeah, right. <laughs> you have to pick certain things, you know, and and invest and try to make the time for that. Yeah, I know you're, you're friends with Israel, Wayne. And, and one of the things that I've heard him talk about so many times is how we need to make more deposits into our kids than withdrawals. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's what I hear you saying is we need to just pour more into them, more affirmation, more encouragement, more love, more of everything else. So that when the discipline comes, when the correction comes and the training comes, they're more receptive to it mm -hmm. and willing, but you've, you're building that relationship by depositing that encouragement and affirmation into their hearts first, because yep. otherwise then they just put up a wall and they think everything that you're saying and doing is going, even if it's not, they just assume mm -hmm. everything is negative, right? Yep. And right. that's hard. And every kid is different, of course. I mean, you've got nine. I'm sure they're not all the same. They don't all right. have the same personalities. And um, and so it's some hard to navigate. Just, some of them are just like you said, where they need a lot of affirmation. And I, and I have to admit, that's not one of my greatest strengths. Mm -hmm. um, but that is one of the most important parts of this process is encouragement and affirmation. Yeah. And I put that in, in my, here are the tips because I need to hear, I need to hear that. But some of the kids, like you said, are so, dad, everything I do is wrong. I'm never going to, you know, <laughs> it's just like, okay, just calm down. It's fine. <laughs> you know, And you encourage and you affirm. Um, and so that's a great, great point. Yeah. Yeah. We have to choose our battles with them for sure. Um, okay. Let's talk about some more ways to help our kids to become self-motivated. What are some of the points that you have? Well, I won't spend a whole lot of time on it, but I don't want to skip the really obvious ones, which is um, one is to pray for your children. Mm. And uh, uh, one of my favorite prayers is Ephesians 3, 14 through 21. Um, I'll just reference that to, to read at another time. Okay. And, and I'll put those in the show notes. So many amazing prayers in the scripture. Um, and to, to pray for your children and pray for them to surrender their hearts to Christ. Um, another, of course, is that you're constantly teaching them God's word. Yeah. So you're showing them the principles from the scripture. You're encouraging them to read. You're showing them how to understand God's word. And so again, uh, hopefully we know those things, but yeah. that doesn't mean we're doing them faithfully um, and, and we don't want to skip over them. So I just wanted to at, at least mention those. Yeah. And in teaching our kids God's word, we have to be in God's word ourselves. I, I think, you know, we talked about this with um, Josh Mulvihill, um, is that I, I think so often we want parenting to be so easy. 
We just want it to be quick and easy. We don't want to have to put the work into it. And it doesn't work that way. We have to put work into it. And one of the greatest things that we can do is to spend time in God's word. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, just reading the Bible and getting, understanding it, asking the Holy Spirit to help us understand it so that we can explain it to our kids. And I think so many parents are so afraid of teaching their kids God's word because they feel inadequate to do so. Mm. They feel like they don't understand it well enough. I do. I mean, I I often feel like I don't really understand, you know, this particular book that we're reading together. Um, but the Holy Spirit, if he's dwelling inside of us, he's going to help us to understand it. Um, and then, of course, you know, that's where we have study Bibles and commentaries and mm-hmm. um, things like that that can help us to understand God's word and explain it to our kids. But that can be intimidating. Right. I, I had a friend... <clears throat> who was, who, who, that God called at a very special time in his life to read, to get up early and read God's word every day in the morning and journal. And he began to do that faithfully every single day without fail. And what he didn't know what was going to happen very soon is that his wife would die of cancer within the next three years. And he never quit every single morning being in the word. And here's what was the most tragic and difficult thing for him. And that is, as his wife died, he was left with two 13-year-old girls, twins, to raise and homeschool. Mm -hmm. And he just thought, I have no idea how to do this. Yeah. And as he looks back, it was that call and that faithfulness, just as you were describing, of every day going to God and getting a clear, fresh, personal word from God yeah, and being able to then turn around and every morning he would make them breakfast and they would sit down at the table and then he would feed them the word and he would encourage them. And it was fresh. I mean, he just got it. Yeah. And, and he said, the whole, just as you said, the Holy Spirit would address the needs of their hearts. He couldn't even understand them. Yeah. Exactly as they needed wow. because he was just faithfully doing that. He said, we never would have made it. Yeah. If I hadn't been doing that one thing. Yeah, that's incredible. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. As we try to impart a biblical worldview in our children and equip them to be salt and light in an increasingly secular culture, we need tools to explain how the scriptures mold our view of every subject we teach. We need homeschool curriculum that shows how the Lord rules over everything we learn while stretching our children to follow Him wherever He leads. Learn how BJU Press Homeschool has served thousands of Christian homeschool families just like yours by visiting BJUPressHomeschool.com. Are you ready to restore our constitutional republic? Patriot Academy is on the front lines of the mission to educate, train, and inspire millions of citizens to know and live their freedoms. With courses and materials from America's Constitution coach, Rick Green, Patriot Academy's Constitution training will equip you to be a leader in your community. You don't have to know anything about history, the Constitution, or the law to get started. The courses and coach training are free. Find a class today or sign up to be a Constitution coach at patriotacademy.com. Again, that's patriotacademy.com. That was a powerful story that you told before the break. Um, man, we never know how God is going to use our time with him, but it it will never, ever be lost. You know, well, we can spend tons of time on our phones and on our computer and on Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook and all the other junk that we look at. But 
um, and look at those things and think what a waste of time, but we will never, ever, ever look at our time in God's word, um, and in prayer and think what a waste of time it has been. And so I love, I, even though there's a quick, short, obvious ones for helping our kids become self-motivated and moving from discipline to discipleship, um, it is so important for, that we pray for our kids that we pray with our kids and that we spend time in God's word alone and with them. Um, so, okay. What are some other things you've got? I like lists. I'm making a list here, Matthew. <laughs> Here's another tip. Um, uh, correction can take the form of discipleship instead of discipline when there is respect and teachability. So correction can take the form of discipleship instead of discipline when there is respect and teachability. So let's get back into that transition time. And you're having a conversation with your kids and, you know, you, you correct. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of times the response is argument. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you instruct. Your kids do that? Argument. <laughs> argument. And, and so it's like, okay. And then, of course, we find ourselves sometimes having a debate with a 12-year-old and losing. You know, and you're like, wow, what is happening right now? <laughs> I'm the parent. And so a lot of times I pause the conversation and I say, this conversation is going to go in one of two directions. And this is during this transition. I say, this can be a discipline conversation or a discipleship conversation. And it's totally up to you. It's going to be a discipline mm -hmm. conversation. If you keep arguing with me, we're not going to have a conversation. It's over. And if you don't do what I say, there's a consequence. And that's the road we can take right now. Or we can have a discipleship conversation, which is when you are open to learning right now. And you're open to hearing something different. And if that's your desire, then we'll talk. We'll have a conversation. And that, that respect, that teachability, either it's there or it's not there. And sometimes it's there and sometimes it's not there. Back and forth, back and forth. And you're like, this is maddening. But you just say, look, you just have to make the choice. And just like we already emphasized before, discipleship is a choice they have to make. Are they going to let you help them follow Christ? Yeah. Or are they going to resist that? You know, and so that's just one of the points as you go along is give them the opportunity to understand what's happening and the choice they have before them and say, it's up to you. We can go in any, either of the directions that, that we could, could go right here. Yeah. That's good stuff. Um, I would say another one, um, similar is offer new responsibility and freedom in response to obedience and respect. And so they understand there's an economy of the house which is the same as the whole world. Mm -hmm. right? And that is you earn freedom and you earn responsibility by faithfulness, by trust. And so um, you let them understand that this is what's happening in our relationship and in our home. And if you earn trust and if you're faithful to do your work and whatever else you need to do, then I'm going to give you more freedom. Yeah. And I'm going to let you do things the way that you want to do them or make your own choices because you're faithful with the basics. But if you can't manage yourself and you, you know, continue to disrespect or whatever, then you're not gaining freedom and you're not gaining new responsibility, which of course we want our kids to understand that freedom and responsibility is to serve others, right. not to serve themselves. And so you just help them understand this is what's happening right now. I had a conversation with my son just the other day and I had to say, you know, you're not really earning my trust right now. And, you know, you're really dependent on me still right now to give you freedom. You know, you want to get your driver's license. You want to 
work. You want to do these things. Um, we're you're going to have to move forward in earning trust and in being faithful with the responsibilities you have before you expand and get more freedom. I'm not going to. I'm not just going to dump freedom on you when you're not being faithful with what you have. And this is a biblical principle, right? Sure. This is how sure. it works. And so you help them understand what's happening and what's going on, and they have choices to make. Am I going to do that or not? And fortunately, my son said, okay, you're right. Where do, we, where do we start? Where do we go? What do I do? And that was the moment of, okay, we're doing discipleship this time. It's great. you know. So I would give him the tips and the direction of let's move in this direction. Yeah. I like that to- you talk about giving him the tips um, and, and helping him helping to direct him. Because I think oftentimes we tell our kids, you're not doing it right. But then we don't tell them how to do it right. This is one of the principles that Ginger Hubbard talks about all the time is, is training our children. It's not just correction. You know, when our three-year-old, we tell our three-year-old to put away their toys and they don't really know how they're supposed to be put away or where they're supposed to go. We come alongside of our three-year-old and we say, okay, we take this toy and we put it in this bin. This one goes in this bin and we train them, literally physically train them on how to Mm -hmm. do it the right way. Well, it's the same with a 16-year-old, right? We have to teach them. We cannot assume. Now, obviously, our kids are not stupid. And as they grow older, they know how to do some things, right? They know how to do a lot of things and some things they can figure out on their own. But I think oftentimes there are times where we expect our kids to know what to do because Mm -hmm. it seems obvious to us, but we really need to help them. We need to give them the list. We need to give them whatever resource they need to be able to accomplish what we're expecting of them and what we're asking them to do. Um, We are in a similar situation with the driving thing now. Um, Brooklyn wants, of course, to start getting her driver's license and start driving. And so I said to her, well, that's great. Um, We are not opposed to you driving at all, but you have to figure it out, all of it. I'm not doing any of the research for you. I'm not figuring any of it out because if you want the responsibility of being behind the wheel and driving on a road with people's lives in your hands, you have to be responsible enough. (laughs) Right. You have to be responsible (laughs) enough to figure out what you need to accomplish in order to get that little card that says you can drive legally. And, um, and so she's like, okay, I'll figure it out. And so she is, and you know, I, we can't handhold them through everything but we do need to give them the tools and the resources that mm-hmm. they need. And and again, as parents, we have the opportunity to do that. And as homeschool parents, we have a greater opportunity because we're with our kids more. Mm-hmm. And so we get to walk alongside of them day right. by day, all hours mm-hmm. of the day, and help them navigate through this crazy thing called life, right? I mean, mm-hmm. even you look at how many adults don't even know how to navigate through life and are struggling with it themselves. <laughs> and you're just like, oh man, you need help. I wish someone had helped you when you were younger. Um, so, okay, let's move on to a couple more. What are some other ways yeah. to help our kids? So you, you just mentioned one, something that really goes well into this one. Um, give freedom to make their own choices so they can develop conviction. Hmm. So on one hand, you're right. We want to give guidance. <clears throat> and then there are, some ways that we realize that they have to figure some stuff out exactly like the story you yeah. you gave and and even more important than just that kind of thing is is more moral decisions mm-hmm. or moral decisions where um uh, the example i think of right now is music um, and so it's easy right now for example say oh i want a spotify account okay well then you've just opened the entire world of music up to them and they can you know like, I don't know if we want to do that or when or how. 
Um, but I have chosen to say, okay, you can, and we're going to have some discussions. And for a while, I'm going to know what you're listening to and et cetera. But at some point, they have to decide, what kind of music am I going to listen to? Yeah. Because they can do and listen to anything they want somehow, sometimes. Sure. They will. And you can't police that. Right. And so it's better to guide them through it and say, let's talk about how do you develop your convictions about mm -hmm. what music you listen to? How, and they have to develop it and they have to make decisions. So a lot of times my kids at some point have explored. Mm -hmm. have some point, I'm like, you are listening to that, you yeah. know? <laughs> and, and then they explore, they struggle, and they say, you know what? As they're, as they're struggling to follow Christ, they say, you know what? That, that music doesn't draw me to the Lord. Yeah. And I'm not going to listen to that. And so, again, my son just the other day said, you know, I just deleted a couple of my playlists because I just realized how they're affecting me. And that's when you say, ah, that's yeah. good, <laughs> because I can't make you do that. Right. And, and you give them the freedom to figure some stuff out. And I just realized, again, with my oldest times where she was always asking me for permission to do everything. And she was relying on me to say what's right and wrong at all times. But she wasn't developing enough of her own conviction. I wasn't saying, what do you think you should do? Right. Like, what if your daughter comes in wearing something? Dad, can I wear this? And I'm never saying, do you think you should wear that? Right. Are you processing what that is? Or are you just depending on me to make all those decisions? Right. And then they have no understanding of their own. So giving them that freedom to develop decision, develop their conviction, making their own decisions about some things within reason, you know, yeah. in a safe place helps them become self-motivated, helps them to follow Christ. Oh, that is such an excellent point. We are out of time again. Oh my goodness. It goes by so quickly, but we are going to be back tomorrow. We're going to finish this conversation talking about how to um, help our kids become self-motivated and transitioning from that discipline world to the discipleship world, which is where they live in most of their adult life. Um, it's very exciting. I love this topic and, and I'm right there. I'm right there with both of my girls. And so I, I love discussing these things. Um, we will put links to where you can find out more about Matthew McDill. And I'm going to ask you to do two things. If you would do one, leave a review for this podcast. I know it's kind of a hassle, but if you listen to this podcast through iTunes, especially, that's the easiest way to leave a review. Just go to the little purple microphone looking app on your phone, um, scroll all the way down to the very bottom of the podcast and you'll see reviews there. And you'll just see the little button that says, write a review. If you would just click on that and just write a review and leave a review for the podcast, that would be amazing. Um, that really does enable us to continue putting out this content and getting it into the hands of other people. Um, and then if you would do one more thing, share this with your friends, just hit that share button, send it out to a few of your homeschool friends and share this episode with them, share this whole week's episodes with them um, so that they can be encouraged as well. Thank you, Matthew, for joining me today. We will be back with you guys tomorrow. See you then. Have a great afternoon. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.